This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. One of the questions I get asked a lot is, how did you create such a massive brand? And, in, in, you know, I started my YouTube channel in 2019. And they're like, how did you create such a massive brand in a really overserved market? Because like, you, you know, you, you can't throw a rock without hitting 20 people online that teach how to make money online. And when I first started my YouTube channel, I had a lot of people say to me, like, you know, you would hit bigger numbers on YouTube if you went more broad, if you shared just more general marketing advice and um, social media advice and things like that. But I knew who the people were that were coming to me asking for help. And so those were the people that I focused on helping first. And my very first product launch was all about that. Hey, you're a personal trainer or a bartender or a stay-at-home mom and you want to make some money on the side, I'm not going to teach you how to build a seven-figure brand. You know, <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to make a few thousand dollars a month. And my channel grew slow in the beginning, but I was able to, I think, scale and really penetrate the market because I was so niche. And then now guess what? I have higher level programs and offers where I get to talk about the higher level marketing stuff and the strategy and the stuff that I genuinely really love talking about but it wasn't the entry point to break into the audience uh, market and start building an audience. I'll take you off topic here. Cause listening to you talk, I'm, I'm wondering you are in a space that there are so many people doing what you do. And so am I. And so, so are most people nowadays. Do you ever get hit with imposter syndrome still? Every day. Uh, truth is if you're not dealing with imposter syndrome, you're, you're a psychopath, right? Every, every normal <laughs> person should, should, should be dealing with it. But um, and and someone said that's the best. It was the best. The only people who don't feel imposter syndrome are actual imposters. Right. Um, so or they're not pushing themselves outside their comfort zone and they're staying safe. Correct. So I mean, when I was starting in the space, I would go online and I'd see all the different people and I'd get really bummed out. I remember my first traffic conversion. I went there like I'm getting into the info, into the into the marketing space. I I had a clothing brand before that. I'm getting into the agent space and I went and I saw all the people that were in this industry. I'm like oh shit, like, man, yeah. this is hard. And then I started tuning out all the noise. So do you even pay attention to what's going on anymore? Do you find yourself at, at times comparison, like comparing, which we, we both know is poison. And, and then how do you, how do you counter that? And how do you deal with imposter syndrome? Mm, yeah. I talk about this so much. I think not enough people talk about the reality of that. Like it's easy to watch a YouTube video or see a TikTok from someone being like, yo, this is how you make a hundred K. And you're like, I, wait, I can't do that. Or there's a million other people teaching this. And I think my secret in the beginning was even though I really felt imposter syndrome and like, we all have it, you know, I think for me, and, and this is sort of the crazy thing is like, I had been a copywriter behind the scenes for over 10 years. If you count my time at Mind Valley. Um, before I ever started teaching it. And I still didn't feel like I could call myself a copywriter because I was comparing myself to like the Ogilvy's and the, and the, you know, Joe Sugarman's and the, uh, like all of these copywriters I had learned from. And, and I was afraid too, of being called out by a lot of the men in the industry. You know, we all have like whatever our limiting belief is. Like, I was like, nobody's going to take me seriously. Cause I'm a woman. Um, and I kind of felt that in the beginning. And to be honest, that's why I put off starting my YouTube channel for two years before I ever did. And then I was having a chat with a friend and I told him like, I want to start my YouTube channel. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've heard you say it before, but when are you actually going to do it? And I was like, I'm going to fucking do it now. And I, I remember I went and I bought like stuff at the local bookshop, like motivational quotes and stuff to put on the wall behind me. Cause I was like, it has to be perfect. <laughs> uh, and I started teaching and, um, 
and it was hard. I mean, it took me a thousand, uh, sorry, it took me six months to reach a thousand subscribers. And every single day, I just felt like, what the hell am I doing? And I think the biggest secret goes to what you said earlier is I really just stayed in my lane. I was like, I could go see what all these other people are doing and talking about, but that I'm just going to get in my head. And I knew that that I had a tendency to do that because I had done it so much. And I kind of thought it was too late for me, you know, like at that point, there were so many people teaching what I wanted to teach. And I thought, I thought there's no way that this will work for me. Uh, but I stayed in my own lane. I stopped comparing. Um, and I think the only thing you have to really realize is that your job is not. Hey, Jason here. I hate to interrupt this episode. I'm, you're probably enjoying it so much right now. And thank you for paying attention to it and tuning into this episode. Look, the truth is I really need a favor from you. We really want to keep getting this in the hands of more and more people. So if you could do me a favor and head on over and leave a five-star review, leave us a review, leave us some comments, share it with friends, spread the love. It would mean the world to me as well. Continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Jason Portnoy. Follow along there. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to the episode. To inspire everybody. You know, I think we have this idea that like, what if people don't like me? Like, yeah, there's going to be people who don't like you. There's going to be people who don't listen to your shit because they don't like the sound of your voice. That's okay. <laughs> there's going to be people who would rather learn the same thing from somebody else or someone who knows or someone who looks like them or someone who talks like them. And, and that's cool. You know, all you have to do is help one person get ahead and then two people and then 10 people and then 20 people and really focus on that. Yeah, no, it's, and and people aren't having enough of this conversation, right? Like, I think the biggest reason why a lot of people don't start is because they look at where everyone else is. They look where Alex is and sit there and say, I, she's so far ahead. I, I have such an uphill climb. And you end up, you know, creating that, that one, it, it, it kind of does two things. One, one of my friends was, we were, was having a talk and I heard him say this. It was really interesting is that when, when you're comparing, one of the things it does, it belittles Alex's success. Right. Because when you're saying, look where Alex is, it belittles like everything that you've actually done and all the failures you had to get there. Right. Um, so so that that's number one. And number two is and, and and then number two is it puts you at a complete disadvantage and gives you an excuse to not to. Um, and it, you also have no context into why Alex is doing the things she's doing. So you then start either imitating. And I'm going to put up the same kind of content Alex is, but you have no clue. Alex, we just, you could be testing something like it may <laughs> right. not even work. Like it's the people who go on Facebook ads library and they're like, Oh, look at all these ads of my competitors. I'm going to run them. And I'm like, but you don't even know if they're working. Like they could have mm -hmm. the worst agency running, running their ads mm -hmm. just because they're up. Doesn't mean anything. Um, so I, I think people don't talk about it. And when I started the, the coaching program, right on top of the agency, I had success with the agency and I'm like, cool. Now I want to help more people and I want to be able to scale this. So I started it and then I started going down and seeing everyone is a coach. And I started seeing, I actually had to delete social media off my phone because mm -hmm. I would just be in that endless death loop of scrolling and being like, okay, well, look where these guys are. Look what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I had, I had Gary Vaynerchuk on the podcast and I was in his office. I asked him this qu exact question. I said, people consume so much information. How do they know where their voice starts or ends or where Alex's voice is, is inside my head. Cause I've just watched a hundred videos of you. And now I'm going to put out my own content. Now I start talking like you. Mm. And the only way to do that is to really not consume. And I know that's hard for you and I who put out a ton of content and want people to consume our information. But, but the truth is if you're starting and you're, and that's your limiting belief, then yeah, delete me. Like, don't mm -hmm. watch me delete mm -hmm. social media off your phone and just, just go do. And that's how you find your, your, your true voice. I love that. Yeah. So for me, I don't 
right now, I don't really study any other marketing courses or copywriters or anyone, you know, if I'm studying, I'm studying from, from people who are, who are teaching what I want to learn next in my business. And so I think you kind of have to ask yourself that question. It's like, am I learning from this person as a mentor and seeing it that way is like, I, I want to learn how to do this. Like my YouTube channel, for example, people wanting to learn how to be a copywriter, or am I watching this person because I want to be like them and mm. start my own brand and then comparing myself to them? Because that, and, that's and, and, the difference. And not only that, am I watching them and just stuck in a loop of watching those videos and never taking any action? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you could, you could watch a thousand videos on how to do something, but if you never go out and actually implement it you just have that knowledge in your brain maybe you could go tell someone else how to do it what but i mean the online space is filled with people telling people how to do things that they've never done before so i i I don't recommend doing that um you you mentioned you mentioned uh sugarman and so so one of my favorite books is triggers and and i know that that's an important part of copy and uh i think i'm slightly above average in writing copy so i have a copy expert on here so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to you a little bit about that how important are, are are using triggers and what are some examples of some great triggers you've seen and and maybe actually um how many times can i say triggers in a sentence uh, <laughs> uh what, maybe define what what triggers are for people yeah so how i would define triggers are sort of like the the concepts that are really rooted in in human psychology that makes copy more compelling. Uh, and I think what's really interesting about under like understanding triggers is understanding why they work. Because I could tell you that scarcity is a is a trigger that you should be using in, in some of your marketing. But there's also the right way to use it and there's the wrong way to use it. And so I can always tell when people have studied triggers, but they lack sort of that, oh, what's the word? I guess it's the sort of empathy or the the context or the ability to be able to zoom out and go, is my job here to just like try to cram every single trigger? Because there's so many different books. There's so many different concepts. There's so many different. And I teach, you know, a bunch of different triggers that that I love to use in marketing, but you'll never see them all crammed into one single piece it's, of it's, copy. It's, it's like, what's up book? Words that words that sell. And then everyone just uses all those words in like one sentence. Yeah, It's exactly. like, okay, we get it. You read the book. Awesome. Yeah, great. Awesome. Yeah.